La 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 wait till I give my money right I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven When I woke I spent that on a necklace I told God I'll be back in a second Man it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given much is tested Get arrested guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying how I feel, man. Welcome to an to a a uh, social distancing special coronavirus quarantine self quarantined um, episode. Hold on, hold on one second. Stupid mic. Anyways, yeah. No, we do not have the coronavirus. But have we been planning? And have we been, you know, waiting for this moment all of our lives to when I finally have a excuse to be like, yeah, sorry, I can't go outside. Can't go outside and stop talking to me. It's all this. It's all this coronavirus stuff is just a good excuse. So, um, let me pot that down just a little bit. Today we got, yeah, we got a lot of uh, stuff to cover. Really felt like the, um, whenever I recorded this last week, see, it's kind of a weird one. I'm actually going to put this one out like tonight. Yeah, I'm actually going to put this one out tonight. So we're not going to have any lag time or anything like that. Like we did the last one, which was just a complete disaster. I wouldn't even bother listening to that one. I I would never tell anybody, no, don't listen to episodes. Don't listen to that one. You didn't miss much. It was just me kind of, uh, practicing. So yeah, today coronavirus, it's, um, the Ides of March, the 15th, March 15th, three days before young Brad's, what am I, uh, 33, 33rd birthday. So let me tell you, this week has been a little nuts, just a little bit. Did I t- turn it all the way off? Just just a little nuts. Yeah, started the week and, you know, I really can't even, and, you know, it seemed like this week was going to go fairly, I don't know exactly, but, um... I guess what night it was. Was it Wednesday night or Tuesday night? So I got my days all mixed up now. I don't remember. So who the hell knows? So, yeah, it kind of all felt real whenever the NBA was like, yep, we're canceling all things, all things basketball. And I um, really didn't have time to get old Sam Gannon on today, but uh, we'll we'll get her on next week maybe because – Probably, we'll see how work goes. I don't know how much work either I'm going to do or not do or, or what have you. So, yeah, kids are off, or, or the one kid, the oldest, she's off for three weeks. She has next, this week is spring break. And now, so now, um, yeah, that's it. She just has this. 
So, um, so she has a spring break this week and then two weeks after. So, yeah, you're like, okay, well, go stay with your grandparents. And hope, I don't know. We might just stay at the house by yourself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I let my 10-year-old stay by herself. She's about to be 11. She'll be fine. If you weren't staying home by yourself by that time, you're just a loser. All right? But, yeah, um, and I wouldn't say I was never taking this seriously. I was saying I need to see some real numbers and some real super cases and the way the death rate and cases go. See, I still don't think we're super there. Now, I'm not saying I don't I don't respect the coronavirus or COVID-19, because I do. I, I respect this disease, and it needs a level of respect. And, yeah, I'm... I'm, um, I, again, I'm not saying I'm, I'm like scared. I think we're all going to die because I really don't think that's what's going to happen. But I think a lot of people are going to be very sick. I think a lot of people are going to, um, there are people going to die for sure. You know, it's, it's an inevitability and, you know, I don't think this is anything we've ever, you know, I don't think this is anything we've ever dealt with before. You know, we had the like swine flu and SARS. But for some reason, those seemed more, you know, we were able to kind of deal with those a lot easier. This one seems a lot different. Um, especially the way the strain is. I think they're, and from, um, you know, some of you people here, I mean, this is a, I always said that this is like the official um, mow your lawn uh, podcast. Like if you're mowing your lawn, this is a good podcast, good podcast to listen to. Just something to have on just to go and, uh, or, or a good old road trip, maybe, uh, maybe not with your wife. Your wife probably doesn't want to hear me yap about anything. Maybe she does. But now this might be the new uh, self-quarantining social distancing podcast another dumb social distancing podcast so um yeah i've got a lot of i got a lot of fun audio that i want to listen to but i um i first one of you know i listened so the way, again the way the week went so when the nba was like yeah we're we're closing i was kind of like okay hmm this is an overreaction most likely. Now, I think a lot of this might turn out to be this is a overreaction. But I'm thinking that might be okay. Because I, I, I don't know enough about this. I don't think anybody does. And for us to just sit around and go, oh, yeah, you know, not the flu. You know, we don't worry about the flu. And this one seems a little different. You know, um, if you do go and uh, listen to something this week, I'm not telling you to listen now. I'm telling you to listen to it in a little bit because I'm going to give you a little few. Um, Michael Holstrom was on Joe Rogan. Um, so far, one of the more decent guys that I've seen 
uh, talk about this. That and Mr. Now I'm I'm hesitant to say this, but I am a little I am impressed with this Dr. Fauci. I'm going to play some Fauci audio here, and I think a lot of what they were saying is, you know, we're we're not ready for anything like this. Truthfully, I don't think anyone's ready. And uh, kind of to go back on, you know, uh, what episode was that? Um, The old uh, Jack Wilson um, uh, episode, which I can't find right now, but the solo dolo, I think, is when I talked about it. Uh, Jack Wilson, whenever I took his class um, for uh, concealed handgun license, uh, one of the things that he talked about was kind of the bug out kits or staying prepared and, you know, um, like going to the gas station like regularly. Just keep filling your gas tank up. And I kind of always was like, you know, and, and he talked about bio, not bio attacks, but bio um, emergencies like a possible, you know, there could be different strains of the flu that, maybe resistance, uh, based. Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of brought that to the forefront in my eyes, you know, as a young, I was probably like 20, 21 when, uh, 21 probably when that happened. And I was kind of like, whatever, old man, nothing's going to take me down. And now I'm really like, okay, you know, this is something serious. And I think uh, not not if, but when we get through this, because I really do believe that is this is a when we get through it. It's going to be looked back on like, man, we really dodged a bullet there. Um, because I really think that they're, um, I think we're a little bit more prepared, but also not prepared, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, I think we're capable of fighting something like this, but we're also not ready in a sense of, you know, um, I think this has a lot to talk about with, you know, we made a choice a while back. I don't know exactly when that we were like, Hey, we're going to buy everything from China. It's going to be cheaper. And that might've been cool, but maybe if something like that's, you know, like you don't want all your eggs in one basket because whenever shit hits the fan, then, we're looking at him like, uh, so you're not going to give us all of our shit now? Like, all right. Like, that's the whole thing of this economy. Like, you've got to, what are you producing and what are you giving? And, uh, I mean, we had a bunch of fun, cheap shit, a whole bunch of stuff. But whenever that train keeps, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you're in a group and you have one guy who's catching fish all the time, you're like, God, I'm real glad we got Joe over there. He's catching all the fish. And then Joe leaves or dies. And you're like, oh, shit, man. Anybody know how to catch fish here around here? Nope. All right. I mean, it's it's it makes you think about a lot of the things. And it's like, well, um, I'm not a big borders guy, but is it good that we're always kind of like traveling all around and, um, I think a lot of like, I think, I think back at like the, uh, the Indians and the pilgrims and there's a lot of those things like everyone kind of, uh, 
gives the pilgrims, you know, they give them a blanket of smallpox, which is not necessarily true. What is, would probably happen and what I've, what I've seen historically what happened was, you know, a bunch of dirty Englishmen came into the, you know, new world and made friends. And there was a whole bunch of diseases that the Native Americans were never, I don't know why, I called them Indians earlier, didn't I? The Native Americans would never give upon. And so we were all like, they're just like, what the hell, you dirty Englishmen? You know, <laughs> like, and then they got a bunch of disease and then they didn't even know how to, where some of them were either, they, you know, probably died regardless too, but maybe some of them were immune to those type of diseases. So I don't know, pretty interesting. Um, I'm doing this podcast right now during the Democratic um uh, Democratic presidential debate too, so this should be fun. Not that I care; I really don't care. Like, not listen to that. Get the catch the highlights. But let's go on to um um. But, okay, hold on. I was going to talk about old. I said Jack Wilson. So this is why I need a co-host. I need someone to like rein me in too. So I saved a bunch of audio. Um, hopefully I'm able to find it all because it, um, because they were just really, um, oh man, that's not anything I wanted to talk about. Um, let's talk about, let's go with, let's see if this plays first. Just not any like you had to have an ice covered. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then you real really cold. got. Then you got yeah. it. Yeah, that's the real feeling. Yeah. Well, um, what else can people do in terms of all this hand sanitizer jazz and? And again, this is. Can you see where they're going here? Okay. Masks. Is that all? Yeah. The hand sanitizers actually are a great thing for stopping a lot of infectious diseases. They actually are really good. They're good for your hands, uh, you know, in terms of the skin. They kill the bad bugs. But the whole issue of using your hands, touching your face, that people all concentrate on, yes. the data is actually very weak that this kind of virus is going to be transmitted that way. So well, I wouldn't tell you to stop using hand sanitizers, but don't think it's going to have a big impact on this bug. <laughs> okay. What I've heard all week was you need to wash your hands. And I really think this is this is definitely sent me into uh, a little bit of hypno- hypnosis. I have I've never been a big hand washing guy. Um I'm not saying I never wash my hands, but I've kind of always been like, you know, this might this might really out me as a really gross person, but I, I mean, I just never you know, throw the throw the water on a little bit, wash your hands, or you know, I'll be okay. I mean, I don't. I was never wanting to like, you know, not all germs are bad. Or, you know, we kind of, and I never really got sick very much. But you don't know. I don't know. Maybe I got everybody else sick. Um, but now I've turned into, I think since this, a little bit of a I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm not a hypochondriac at all. But a little. Um, germophobic at times when I'm when you know we um when it was really kind of ramping up over overseas we hadn't had I don't think we had a case maybe we had one or two one or two cases but we went uh to Chicago a couple of weeks ago and we we're going through that 
Uh, I mean, I didn't want to touch a thing. My wife was kind of right there with me, kind of, hey, don't touch. Hey. Oh, she had a she had a wiper spray, and she sprayed on me right then and there. Like I, the the uh, escalator was a real hard one for me. Like I would always touch the escalator. So, yeah. Um, but again, I wouldn't say that I'm like a big, huge, you know, hand washer guy. But now, what Michael Holstrom, who's a uh, infectious disease expert, um, he says for this one, yeah, I mean, it's going to be nice and all. And I think it is beneficial. Wash your hands, wash um, flat metal services and metal, any services really. And especially if something has been, um, you know, if you've touched it, coughed on something or what have you, you know, yeah, wash your hands, wash the surface. But this seems, as he's going to say, is an airborne disease. And that's where a lot of that is going to uh, start. See that viral video that's going around that woman who was uh, giving the address at the behest of the White House? Joe has no idea. I saw that. I saw that. Well, yeah. why is she telling people not to touch their faces? Because, you know, well, the, the thought was is that there are receptors around your eye right here that actually for this virus could get in and then get into your body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the data we have on this is so sparse to say that that's the case. I think the primary thing about hand washing is, is legitimate. But one of the things we want, people want to do something. They want to be able to feel like they're doing something. And so we tell them. Wash your hands often and to prevent this, to prevent this disease. And I feel like we're not being really honest with the people, that the data, and, and we've looked at this very carefully, really is about just breathing air. And that's a hard thing to stop. So keep doing the hand washing, but don't think that that's going to stop this disease. But you asked about the masks. It's going to stop other stuff. Yes, the yeah, masks. Well, there's two kinds. Right. Basically the surgical mask, which just fits over. And the reason it's called a surgical mask okay. is because... Um, so... He he definitely gets into it. He says, yeah, wash your hands, enough, you know, and all this, you know, touching your face stuff. It's not super proven that this is what's going to cause this type of stuff. Again, man, I tell you right now, touching your face is probably the hardest thing I've had to do this week. And, I, you know, and I haven't had a very hard life, but it's just... Do you know how effective it is to scratch your eyeball with your with your finger as opposed to your knuckle? Your knuckle it sucks. Like you can't get it in there. I don't know what it is. I need a eye a face scratcher. So, anyways, uh, he gets into these masks, which I already knew about. I'll kind of fast forward a little bit, but I knew about the surgical mask. You know, it's going to be effective, and that if you are sick, you won't be able to pass it as easy. But whenever you're not sick. Made to protect you from bugs coming in. So those little spaces on the sides, that's not a problem if I'm breathing into the cloth right in front of my nose. But in terms of the air coming in on the side, they're not, they're not effective at all. So people wear them, they look like they're doing something they're not. Now, if you are sick, they may help a little bit from you transmitting because if you cough, then you cough right into that cloth and it'll, some of it will embed in there and not get out around. The other one, though, is called an N95 respirator. But for all intents and purposes, it looks like a mask. It's just tight face fitting. It has a seal, even at the nose, et cetera. That's an apocalypse mask. I, it could be. I don't know what yeah. those are, but that could be. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm just saying that that's how I look at it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, they're actually... Okay, no, it's not, Joe. I think he was thinking of like a... You know, I work with this stuff at work sometimes. The so N95 mask is the white 
sometimes they have a button. Sometimes they don't have a button. We call it a button. But uh, it's where you can breathe in and easy. Uh, I, I found this actually illuminating. I was like, I didn't know that. I did not know that you could just, you know, I don't know. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought maybe those other masks were more, but, you know, it kind of makes sense. You know, and I think what he was talking about was more of like a half-face respirator or a full-face respirator. Uh, Joe's stupid. No big deal. <laughs> we use them all the time in healthcare, all the time. And, and they use them, in, actually about 90% of them are used in industry. So when yeah. they're... So should you wash your hands? Absolutely. Wash your hands. Should you... I don't know. Like, I think if... Like, then again, the other day, we're trying to get a bunch of people home right now in airports. And I saw a picture the other day that uh, if you don't know anything about me, crowds are my least favorite thing. I hate crowds. Now, if there's an infectious disease roaming around in the air, um, yeah, I've, I've, okay, I've really, there's an updated story here and I'm going to get into it later. Okay. I still don't understand. Okay, anyways, uh, we're going to get to this story here in a little bit because there is some breaking news all over the place as I'm sitting here doing this. This is freaking crazy. Um, uh, so Joe Rogan, yeah, uh, that, that's just real fine. Um, that, guy's, that guy's a good guy, but let me... Um, let me then get into Mr. Fauci. Thank you, Mr. President. And I'm just going to ask you directly about this with regard to the flow of information. From the very beginning, you received a lot of criticism. Regarding By the way, meet ya. Now, I'm, uh, I can, I actually have um, free, th- free will and free thought, and I can, I can decipher between good news and bad news. I, I can understand which one's better uh, because I, most people will hear something and then go on. I will hear something and then I will double check that part and, and make sure that one's true. And if it's true, then it's true. Um, not a lot of people do that. Um, the media is being very, um, I would say unhelpful. So they want to, you know, obviously we want to stick it to Trump, which is fine. But when you're doling out some of this information, this is why maybe we're having some issues. It's because the media has failed us time and time again. And right now, I actually think some of them are halfway reporting pretty good. Haven't seen anything real bad, nothing super glaring. I think there was something about a Google website, and that may or may not have been true, but really it doesn't matter if you keep flushing out bad information and then so you tell something good. Some people are like, well, fuck that, man. I don't believe y'all for shit. So media has a problem, has an integrity problem. That In particular, about Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is world-renowned in contagious diseases. And there were reports out there that he was being muzzled. Can you tell us that this widely respected expert, Dr. Fauci, will have every opportunity to tell us the truth? Well, that's a very dishonest, the, and, very and dishonest question because uh, he has because he has had that uh, ability to do virtually whatever he's wanted to do. And so in fact, in fact, in he, he was never muzzled. Okay. I think I can Tell speak. You, you can speak. Why don't you speak yeah. to that? He's like, well, just, <laughs> Mr. Fauci is right there. Yeah. 
he was sitting right there and he's like, well, fuck it. Why, why don't you just talk? You know, why am I talking for you? I, I'm obviously looking like I'm muzzling you. It's not dishonest. I want to clarify, Mr. President. I want to clarify. Trump does not like it. Let me me clarify it. I have never been muzzled, ever, and I've been doing this since the administration of Ronald Reagan. I'm not being muzzled by this administration. What happened, which was misinterpreted, is that we were set up to go on some shows. And when the vice president took over, we said, let's regroup and figure out how we're going to be communicating. So I had to just stand down on a couple of shows and resubmit for clearance. And when I resubmitted for clearance, I got cleared. So I have not been muzzled at all. That was a real misrepresentation of what happened. So this Dr. Fauci guy who is, what's his official? He's a National Institute of Allergy. He's the head of... National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. He's the guy. He's the guy leading the charge in a lot of this. You know, he's he's pretty much the right hand man. He's been there for years. Um, do I initially trust him? It seems like I do, though. In some of these, we're going to talk. I'm concerned. I'm not scared. I'm just concerned. I get a lot of what we want to do with uh you know what we want to do to try to help these help this situation but then also you know do we want to you know in some of these instances whether it be like some type of disaster national disaster or some type of bio bio emergency like this Governments always look for control in instances like this. So it gives me pause to be like, all right, you're doing a good job. No, but I'm also like, hold on, why are you doing this? Because whenever you hand over that control, it's very, very hard to get it back. And I understand we're in a trying time, but it doesn't mean I'm ever willing to ever give up anything. Um, I know it sounds selfish, but <laughs> it's not. I mean, I... Okay, and so if we give up all this stuff and then, boom, everything's fine, did, did we get it back or do we not? So Mr. Fauci's been going around, and I've actually kind of been enjoying a lot of, um, been enjoying some of these things. So um, here is Mr. Fauci on teleworking. Should you work from home? Should Americans get up and go to the office tomorrow? Well, you know, it depends on the situation that you're in. To the extent possible, teleworking should be done to the extent that you could do it. I mean, there are some jobs you can't telework. Let's be real. Plumbers. But if you can, you should. You should avoid crowded places. And and that's the things that we've been talking about all along right now. The CDC has a nice website. You go in, you talk about the different kinds of mitigations at different levels of involvement. So I don't even know why I really played that one. I guess I just like listening to this guy talk. Um, Then he talks about restaurants. And then I'm kind of like, all right. So restaurants. Should you go to a restaurant right now? Think to yourself. Should you... should you go to a restaurant? You don't want to make a pronouncement that no one should ever go into a restaurant. I mean, I think that might be overkill right now, but everything is on the table. It may come to the situation where we strongly recommend. Right now, myself personally, I wouldn't go to a restaurant. 
I, I just wouldn't because I don't want to be in a crowded place. I have an important job to do. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm going to be all of a sudden self-isolating for 14 days. This is true. We lose Dr. Fauci. I think we're going to be less less that. And... Um, Okay, they're going to be blah, blah, blah. So the whole other thing was last night. There was tons of photos, even Friday night, too. There were photos of people in, in restaurants and bars, and everyone's kind of like, yo, guys, just take a couple weeks off. Go get something to go. Get Even if, you know, really, really drinking, especially on a heavily basis, is probably a bad idea right now. It's going to lower your immune system and you're probably going to get sick easily. You know, we need our, we need our immune systems to be really ramped up right now. Um, take your zinc, take your, whatever you've got, man, take the, um, take what you can right now to help your immune system. Cause you don't need anything that's going to hamper it. So he, uh, so he lets, the young people know about the people, you know, this has basically been told, you know, um, uh, young children have actually been spared by this, but the only thing with this is it doesn't mean that they've, they've been spared in the fact that they've not had symptoms and they've not been, um, dying, but there has been instances of them, of younger people carrying disease and then transferring it over to other people they actually don't have any symptoms, but then transferring it over to maybe an older person. And then they get that uh, disease. Something we really need to listen to. I mean, um, uh, I had to work over the weekend last weekend, and I really wanted to see my grandmother, who's, uh, you know, she's 89 years old. I wanted to go see her. Um, had to work. I was really upset about it, and then all this kind of popped up, and I told her, I was like, I don't think I can see you right now. You know, I want to, like, I really want to, but right now, she lives in a retirement community, and right now, I got to tell her right now, I just don't think that it's smart at the moment. I feel fine. I've been checking myself uh, regularly. My temperature, I'm literally losing my mind, literally losing my mind a little bit, but... I feel like at the end we should be fine, but you know, you gotta, you can't, you can't be too, but and these younger kids who are like, ah, F that man, it's just taking out a bunch of olds. Who cares? Here you go. Oh. And restaurants have been packed with people. This mm. was the case last night. Right. This was the case in many places in Washington, D.C. And a new study suggests that it's young Americans who aren't really showing the symptoms that could really be spreading this and putting older Americans uh, in jeopardy more so than we realize. Would you like to see a national lockdown? Basically, yeah. people, y- you can't go out to restaurants, bars. You need right. to stay home. Well, I would like to see a dramatic diminution of the personal interaction that we see in restaurants and in bars. Whatever it takes to do that, that's what I'd like to see. Okay, and um, for younger people, uh, maybe they're not as concerned, but in France, 300 of the most critical patients, half of them are actually under 50. So understandably, we're focused on the elderly, but should younger people actually be more concerned too? Younger people should be concerned for two reasons. You are not immune or safe from getting seriously ill. Even though when you look at the total numbers, it's overwhelmingly weighted towards the elderly and those with underlying conditions. 
But the virus isn't a mathematical formula. There are going to be people who are young who are going to wind up getting seriously ill. So protect yourself. But remember, you could also be a vector or a carrier. And even though you don't get seriously ill, you could bring it to a person who would bring it to a person that would bring it to your grandfather, your grandmother, or your elderly relative. That's why you, everybody's got to take this seriously, even the young. You said... So think about that, guys. You know, I, some of who are, eh, you know, whatever. Um, another, um, yeah, his, just think about things. I mean, I know you want to go out, and, you know, I, I know I'm Mr. Anti-Activities Guy, and, and Jacob is more activities guy. Like, he's probably going stir-crazy having to be in the house. Um, whereas, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to start being stir-crazy being in the house even though I'm I'm actually more comfortable here. But I think it's just best, you know, I can go for a walk or something, or I can, I can, you know, there's ways for me to go outside. Whereas other people, if they need to go to these group events. I don't know, they just feel better there. And it's like, let's just take a break. It's, it's, it's a, what are those, a referendum or whatever the hell? Like, let's just hold off a little bit. But then we we talk about there's been a lot of talk about these ventilators and I am slightly worried about this but I'm also not worried about this but um it seems a little odd that we don't have more ventilators and can we please start producing like it should be like a wartime effort now like well, let's get these ventilators let's get these you know test kits like whatever we got to do like whatever job you were doing before let's all get on like you know like women were like riveting you know whatever they were <laughs> like in world war one or world war two, like, yeah, let's get on it and let's, let's help these people out. But here's a They're ventilator. Very- Hold on. Sorry. Ventilators that we seem to be a little out of. There are going to be enough ventilators yeah. for what is coming. You know, it depends on what you mean by what's coming. Right, right now we have uh, 12,700 ventilators in the stockpile. We will use the stockpile as needed we will be able, hopefully, to backfill the stockpile as best as we can. Remember, when you talk about will we have enough, it depends on what we just spoke about, the worst-case scenario, the best-case scenario, somewhere in the middle. If you're talking about a situation like Italy, if you get a situation like Italy, which I hope and don't think is going to happen, you have to be prepared for it, that an outbreak, a pandemic like this, could overwhelm any system in the world, no matter how good it is. So the job is to try and make sure we don't get to that worst-case scenario. Because there may not be enough ventilators. If you get to a worst-case scenario, you've got to be realistic. There might not be. Let me get back and emphasize, the job is to put a full-court press on not allowing the worst-case scenario to occur. What does that look like if there's not enough, ven- if we get to that point where there's not enough ventilation? And, and, and I know she has to ask these questions, but it's like, what do we what do? we do? They die. I mean, this is what happens. And this is kind of what is going on with Italy, I believe. Uh, I, I, I don't know a hell of a lot about Italy, but I do, I'm going to read a little something. Uh, give me just one second. Okay, we're gonna get right back into Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor Fauci, uh, Fauci um, who again I say I don't trust, but I do trust. Like he seems very intelligent. He seems kind of no nonsense. But some of the things um, 
we've got to figure out what we want because there are going to be some hard some hard decisions coming up. And I don't know, you know, I can go get a, go get all libertarian and be like, you know, you can't lock me down, man, and da 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 da. But yeah, I mean, if it saves a few million lives, I mean, why not do it? But at the same time, I don't really want them like straight up locking us all down and where it kind of turns into like, you know, uh, and a really, and the thing about this is we don't, um, there's tons of conspiracy theories that this is, and those are laid out in the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, he seems to believe that this, this has been contracted through an animal. Um, eating an animal and then um, eating or touching or whatever. And it's kind of a way to look through China and what is going on is, you know, I mean, they're eating bat soup, you know, that and crazy shit like that. You know, they go to these wet markets and it's, you know, we always see them on TV and it's like, that's freaking crazy. How is there not a large out, outbreak of disease well, yeah, and now it's happened, and and I don't know. Uh, let's uh, talk about now. This is another thing that happened about. So through this week, there's been some some talk that um, some people have been contracting the the coronavirus around Trump. Uh, there's one guy in Brazil when I guess he was around the. The president, they thought the president Bolsonaro got, you know, I said his wrong, I said his name very fast because I can't pronounce it real well. But the president of Brazil, they thought he got it, but then they said he didn't. And they were like, "Hey, Trump, you're around this dude," and he's like, "I was. I don't even know. I'm around thousands of people. You know, it's like it's kind of crazy with being a president. You have to meet all these people, and it's like, holy crap! Like, get away from like." I don't know, like maybe we shouldn't have the president go around everywhere, <laughs> you know, and, and some people, uh, I really feel are either rooting for the disease, rooting for Trump to get the disease, uh, rooting for millions to be dead. So, um, I guess, so we can have Biden. I don't know. Uh, it's been really weird. I kind of thought this would be, you know, I feel like it's, I always thought if the aliens came down, we would all unite. Now I'm like, oh, I think they would like join the alien side right now. So I don't know. So anyways, so they tried to manufacture a, um, so the whole time they've been criticizing, you know, Trump's, I mean, has he handled this perfectly? No. Was, well, any, I mean, I don't care about any government handling anything perfectly. I don't care. Like, Cause I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't know, but I, I think he's, he was giving a little mixed message. You know, I, I think there was, I don't think you should have, I don't know exactly where we, we should have been. To, I mean, like right now, I think we're um, maybe 3000 uh, cases, which I think is probably more up there, but we've probably lost, in the neighborhood of 60 people. So 60 out of 327 million. 
It's not a, not a lot, but it has gained, and we need to figure out what the hell's going on. Again, it's the whole thing about this isn't so much that it's super deadly. It's that we don't know what the hell it is. We kind of do, but we kind of don't is mainly the issue. But, um, I mean, it's just like, I don't know, media, like take a week off. Like, let's try to work. It's it's all still just a game of we got to get Trump, man. Just catch him in this thing. Make him look like an idiot. It's like, all right, whatever. Seems not helpful. Um, I want to take a look uh, at this picture. You actually touched the same podium. I'm sure you've seen this in microphone as the president and other CEOs, even at the same time. The vice president has taken a test for coronavirus. He tested neg- or The president has tested negative, oh, I should say. I, I didn't, even, vice, I didn't look even. Oh, sorry. Time. The vice president. Stupid thing. Stop. That was another thing is they all thought he had that Trump had the coronavirus. He got tested. Came out negative for the coronavirus. Which seemed obvious, and even if he didn't, I feel like he would still be like, oh, "I don't, I didn't get the coronavirus." Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people want Mike Pence to be the president. President has taken a test for coronavirus. He tested neg, or the president has tested negative. I should say, has Vice President Pence? Have, have you taken a test? Are you going to no. take a test? No. Well, I, I'm not taking a test for the summer reason. I have no symptoms. I have not. I, I'm practicing pretty good. Social distance. I don't it's, go to, but it's hard to. It's hard to I, I fully do it. As we but see not everybody in the United States should take a test. I mean, I have no symptoms. There's no reason for me to take a test. If I'm in a situation where I'm at a higher risk, I will take a test. The picture you showed about the microphone. Let's get real here. I mean, there are certain things that you have to do. If I left the microphone at that, you would see nothing but the microphone. My putting my two fingers to get the microphone down isn't that bad. So I don't think we should make something of that. I'd like to see people more doing this as opposed to shaking hands. Well, we are not. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just been amazing to kind of see this. It's, I don't know. It's just really, really been amazing. And I kind of wish, um, let's see. All right. We're going to, um, but I want, I want to, let me rant on the, let me rant on, the tests. Everyone has been freaking out about tests and about how if someone wants a test, they should be able to get it. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, okay, here's the rule of thumb right now. If you are of high risk, as far as if you had cancer, uh, had some type of surgery, like a heart surgery or something that would knock down your immune systems, or you're at an advanced age, I would say... Probably 60, 65, it, it, it all depends on your overall health. Should you get a test? If you're exhibiting symptoms and yes, we should definitely do that. Now, if you are of low risk, let's say you're 30 something, you're dealing with probably uh, near, near flu-like symptoms um, and you're pretty sick. Okay. You're pretty sick. Should you go in and get it? I don't believe you should because I don't really see the point. If you think you have the coronavirus, see, see the reason now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, I hope everybody can hear my daughter in the background. She has a very high-pitched voice. But um, what it really comes down to is 
I really feel like everybody wants to test because they want to see the numbers kind of bounce up from, which it really kind of really doesn't matter. We really need to look at the amount of people that are dead. Okay. And the people that are of high risk, we need to get them help. Let's treat these people that are coming in. Don't say, no, I can't go to the doctor. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but a lot of what I'm saying, if you have a good immune system, you, I've heard of people and there are people who are dealing with it and either getting medicine or, you know, not having to be on ventilators, but the, I think the ventilators is a last, you know, last resort. If we have you on ventilators, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty screwed up. Like you, we're, we're going to be in really, really bad shape here. But to risk to go, we need to get everyone tested is fucking ridiculous and means absolutely nothing. Now, if you get those, now really, truthfully, I see them as a very minimal amount that you'll need. So why waste them? But regardless, I think it's like a numbers thing. If you get them tested, then they had to be put into the books. I would say that's almost fine because I would say the the case is actually a lot higher. So then that in turns is putting the death rate down. So that might actually calm a little nerves here. So when when Dr. Fauci says that, he's like, what do I need a freaking test for? You know, I don't need a test. Like the people that need the test are people we're trying to treat like, oh my gosh, what's happening? It seems like a flu, but it's not a flu. Okay. Let's test for flu. Came up negative for flu. Obviously, we need to test for the coronavirus. I mean, I don't understand how this is hard. And you're like, oh, if you want to test, you should be able to get a test. Who the fuck says you should get a test? And you just say, oh, I should just get a test. What kind of world are we living in? You don't get a test. I just saw the thing on the uh, the Utah Jazz. You know, the... the the, the player that got the coronavirus, they didn't tested all the players. And only one came up positive for it. And actually I heard up also is that the kid who gave an auto, uh, Rudy Gobert, who a kid who he gave an autograph to, he came up positive for uh, the coronavirus. But they used, uh, I saw this in Oklahoma, that's where they were, in Oklahoma, they use 60% of their tests just on the Utah Jazz. Why the fuck are we doing that? You know? At that point, everyone should have been uh, either taken to a hotel or whatever the hell or taken. So, yeah, some type of isolation. Isolate them for a week or two, and then we see what goes on with them. Now, we wasted a test, which we could have probably used on some elderly person. We didn't know what the hell's wrong with them. The tests are absolutely useless. I'm worried about uh, the vaccines, and I'm worried about ventilators and, and keeping with, with that, uh, that uh, I don't know, I guess he's a doctor, but a guy, the, the guy on the Joe Rogan show, um, the way he talked about is, is protecting our, our doctors and our nurses. It's like some of these doctors and some of these well, some of these nurses are kind of interchangeable. But but if you, let's say your doctor gets basically knocked out with this coronavirus, 
We're fucked now. Now it's not like you can go bring in a better doctor or another doctor. This is your doctor and he's the best doctor in dealing with this. And now he's gone. So yeah, I mean, I don't understand this whole thing about the test. It's so retarded. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that word, but it is. It's just stupid. Like stop worrying about the damn test. Like, do I need a test? No, I'm not exhibiting any of the symptoms. Why the fuck would I need a test? Okay. I would like to save that test for my grandmother. In being in a retirement home, I'm really worried about that retirement home right now. They've now kind of, you know, cramped down on it. But, all right, I don't think I'm going to get to, I don't think I'm going to get to hand sanitizer guy yet. So let me, um, so I guess I will talk about the other stuff. So let me, uh, so we talk about Italy. Let's talk about this story about Newt Gingrich who actually is in Italy. Uh, for some of that, don't know. He is in Italy right now. Um, whoa, I don't know where the hell that story came from. Oh, God. I, I, I saved this freaking story. <laughs> I'm sorry, we were watching... My, my daughter likes the, the movie The Grinch. And... Uh, there's some, there's a hidden thing in there whenever that, uh, the baby Grinch comes through and they're having the party and all the keys are being put into the, this, uh, this basically, uh, fish tank looking jar or whatever. And I'm like, is this a swingers party? What the hell's wrong with you, Ron Albert? Degenerates. Degenerates and, and, uh, whatever the hell. So now I got to find out where the hell this Newt Gingrich story is. Okay. Newt Gingrich. I'm going to I'm going to totally edit out all this. And here it is. So Newt Gingrich wrote on his Newsweek And it says, I am in Italy amid the coronavirus. America must act now and act big. Opinion. So, uh, so his wife apparently is Calista, uh, his wife Calista is the ambassador to the Holy See. I don't know what the hell that is. What is the Holy See? We're going to find out here in a little bit. But I watched, I've watched firsthand as the Italian government has worked hard to contain the coronavirus by imposing strong public health measures to try and get the uh, uh, get the epidemic under control. These measures will lead to significant economic challenges. As I write, all schools are closed, all churches, weddings, blah, blah, blah. Everything is closed. Um, I want to get to the part, um, and as I read this, um, I mean, Italy, it's just nuts. Now, I read something about how Italy apparently has a large Chinese population or something like that or I still need to look more into that but I'm like why is Italy getting hit so damn hard um I wonder if it's like the um I know for a fact that the medical um that that they're I mean we're gonna see what happens man is socialized medicine ready for this type of stuff we're gonna see um 
And also the you know we never talked about the travel restrictions. Um, I guess we're gonna get to that in a second, but um, we did restrict all travel. I think we're gonna move from the EU and also the UK, which I think everyone should just stay the fuck home right now. Like, let's figure out what's going on. Okay, I don't know how we're gonna pay for everything. I don't know. I mean, we're gonna have an economic downturn for sure with this but right now i think we'll be able to bounce back fairly easy but i don't know it's it's been very um um and president donald trump was right to let me get to the part that i liked um ah oh crap I don't know. You go read this, but I, I was going to read a little bit, but I guess I should have highlighted the parts that I liked. Um, but what it basically says is like, this is serious. We need to go into basically wartime efforts to try to stop this. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we've, got, we've got to take wartime efforts and just be like, you know, I know it's kind of bullshit, you know, and, you know, as the libertarian in me, and I'm like, oh, God, I mean, number one, I just don't think the government's ever going to really get a handle on this. I think they should. What I liked of what Trump did is he enlisted a lot of help from the private sector because, you know, he's trying to help, you know, he knows that he can't make, you know, these type of, you know, okay, I'm going to make tests up here. Well, how are you going to do that? You've got to bring in industry to make these tests available. Ventilators. We'll figure that out too. You know, you know, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's a very weird dilemma for some of these for some of the uh libertarians there. Like we are like I don't want to die from this stupid disease or the stupid virus. But I also don't want to be reined in. And it's like, yeah, there's. <laughs> I just really hope that this is not something that's going to. Because um, I can't even get over how much stuff I've got to go over right now. I have not, I'm not going to hit. I'm not going to hit, but like maybe 50%. You know, you haven't talked about the Federal Reserve slashing interest rates and then injecting $1.5 trillion into the market. And it's just all this shit going on. And it's like. I just can't keep up. Hopefully, maybe through this, we can finally have a little bit of like what the hell to do. Um, listen to podcasts, of course. Listen to your local podcast. Um, I know I have one here for they. What is this? I'm sorry. I'm bad with tell me where to turn. Tell me where to turn. These guys are going to review something. I listened to my boy Run Your Mouth podcast with uh, with Robbie the Fire. He's he's done a lot of actually good work on the on the coronavirus. You know, um, yeah, I think he has done a lot of good work on that. But um, what else? What else? Uh, Tom Hanks. I mean, we talk about Tom Hanks. And um, here's what I can say. So all sports have been canceled. All freaking everything you've ever loved in your life has now been canceled. Um, 
And a lot of people seem a little lost. And I really hope people use this opportunity to kind of evaluate, like, what is more important in life? I mean, I will use this opportunity to be like, all right, I mean, I'm not doing it right now. Tell my kid to screw off. I got to do a record a podcast. But spend more time with your family. Use this time to spend more time with your family. And read about something. I know it feels like uh, I always like this that uh, that scene in uh, Cable Guy whenever he falls onto the the satellite and all the satellite goes out, and then all the people are like, "Oh, I can't watch TV." And there's the, I think it's the guy from the Tenacious D. I think it's uh, Kyle, and he sits there and he's like, "What do I do?" And he looks over and he sees a book on the side, and he just picks it up and starts reading. Uh, and it's like, yeah, we need to go, you know, go investigate on, on certain things and, you know, gain more knowledge in other things, especially, I'll tell you right now, everyone needs to gain more knowledge on economics. And I didn't even get to the hand sanitizer guy, which I really wanted to. And then in the breaking news that was happening is that they basically have, have taken all of his hand sanitizer. I didn't even know that was possible. That part I don't like. Um, basically, a guy went around to all these stores, bought hand sanitizer, and tried to sell it online at a uh, upcharge. And I've got HSOs on that. I don't even really want to get into it. And maybe we can talk about it later. But they took a shit. I didn't even know you could do that. I'm really, <laughs> I just don't understand this. But yeah, man, learn, learn about supply and demand here, folks. I'm sitting over here uh, reading what I was, I was, I was actually sleeping while reading. Um, uh, I was reading Thomas Sowell. I mean, all these sports happen and, and I would say maybe a few years ago, this would have hit me. I would have been like, oh my God, I'm not going to have sports. You know, and now I'm like, yeah, be all right, you know. Um, but now I have Thomas Sowell and what is it? Uh, Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Great book. Um, yeah, go, go. In the books that I could, I can say to read, you know, uh, maybe I can go finally put down Atlas Shrug. I think I should probably, I like the Fountainhead. I think the Fountainhead's going to be better right now. I don't know, but find something else, you know, you know, audible's there for your taking. If you don't like reading, like if you don't like physically picking up a book and reading, it's fine. There are, you know, I don't particularly like reading as far as picking up a book, but I do enjoy just sitting there and if I'm doing something or you're about to go to bed, got an hour or so, just listen to that. So, I don't know. I think you should... I, I got a lot of pushback whenever I said, I don't know, but I think maybe sports are not the most important thing in our lives. And we need to adjust that. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy stupid things or, or things that are like a, a getaway, but sports are not the most important thing. 
Let me just tell you right now, it's not. And when you find that out, you it feels like a lease on life when you f- figure out, like sports are fun, but sports are not life. It's not a life, okay? It's actually a hindrance on your life. Um, I think there's a lot of kind of a, it's kind of a member berry thing where, you know, you, you watched baseball as a kid. So yeah, I, uh, I should watch baseball now and I feel, feel this kinship to it and da, 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 da. But I don't know. I'm, um, I really truly believe that, you know, we need to find something else in, in life and find something of real substance. I'm not saying sports is a bad thing because I don't. I don't think sports are a bad thing at all. It just shouldn't be your number one. And if it is your number one, you probably need to reevaluate what you're doing. You, you know, your family should be number one. Your your knowledge in life should be number one. You know, like real knowledge, not like learning sports stats. It, it meant nothing to me whenever I got older. I'm like, oh, I learned all these stats, and what the hell did that bring me? got me nowhere you know you know i don't know how interesting you're gonna be by saying stuff about sports so find something else in life and make sure when everyone's healthy but spend time with your family i mean even not your just immediate family like your wife or your kids you know Spend time with your parents. Spend time with your, your grandparents if you still have them. Your brothers and sisters, maybe your cousins or something like that. And uh, maybe this also, you know, obviously we're going to be inside sometimes, but also we do need to be outside. I mean, that is going to be making us more healthy. You know, vitamin D is a pretty important thing. So go outside. Look at nature. Go on a hike. Just stay away from people. <laughs> There's enough world out there that we can still go out and hike and walk around. So it's been kind of a uh, pretty dreary day, but, you know, you can still do certain things. But uh, I think that's all I got. I'm, um, I kind of wish I would have gotten over more things, but I feel like I really wanted to kind of pin down this whole, you know, I don't know this whole coronavirus thing. And I don't want to sit there and, and just think of worst case scenarios and stuff like that. Um, by the way, as we were talking, uh, CDC comes out and they suggest not having any, I don't know, where's the actual, um, it's probably on here. No gatherings over 50 people. I think that's what they said. And then the coronavirus and, in Italy is Rose. Uh, we have 57. Do, 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 do. I don't know. But yeah, Italy. I mean, what the hell's going on there? I just hope we don't hit Italy. I don't know how many people are going to die in Italy. Even though it seems, you know, out of 60 million people, you think maybe a thousand die. Eh, that's not too bad. I mean, again, even only if 1% dies, that's a shitload of people. So, all right. And I think that's it. I should play us out. It's like a sickness song. I don't even know. I don't want to like, it seems kind of lame. Sit there and go, yeah, I'm down with the sickness or something like that. But 
Alrighty. Well, I think that's all I can. That's all I can muster. So, I'll just go with hands. Because you should just wash your hands. <laughs> all right, folks. Catch you next time on another dumb podcast with the for all your coronavirus listening needs. So self quarantining, I'm here for you. So um, follow me on uh, I am Brad C on Twitter. Don't follow me on Facebook. That's not for you. Instagram, don't follow me. Uh, I like put pictures of my kids. I don't want you weirdos looking at my kids. Um, and follow another dumb pod on Twitter, and we'll get more of these podcasts. I might, I might have more more time on my hands lately. I don't know. So we'll see. So that's it. I bet you wish you had days Cause carrying this way to break your glass names Yeah, don't need no dough for fuck the backseat No, I stay behind the wheel and never have speed Get the fuck out of my car, this ain't a taxi They love to see me lonely, hate to see me happy Call me what you want, she call me daddy Got a knack for getting nasty Every day we keep a tally, yeah Oh, it's true, I want it badly Hit the zoom, I be moving like an athlete. Now concentrate. No reason to be that upset. I'm busy tripping about some shit that still ain't even happened yet. I keep it honest as honesty gets. Don't know why I'm always talking if I'm not making sense. I spent my life living with a lot of regrets. You throw me off my high horse, I'll probably fall to my death. Bad behavior. It's obvious you're not on your best. I might just pull your car to fits on top of the deck. Give me, give me what I need and then I'm on to the next. That's what we callin' cause and effect. Yeah, why don't you wake up from your bad dreams? When's the last time you took a little time for yourself? There's no reason to be stoked down. Rather fly around like there's no ground. And I, I bet you wish you had days. Cause carrying this way to break your glass names. Yeah, don't need no dough for fuck the backseat. No, I stay behind the wheel and never have space.